Scotty, 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 guess what, 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 guess what. John, it sounds like you're in an echo chamber. Is, is that, that was guess what about nine times. Oh, no. Well, I am in an echo chamber. I'm in, uh, I think I may have told you that uh, uh, I've been living... Well, you were there. You were recorded in the new place, but the, 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 our place is being renovated, and it's, it's starting the downhill stretch, which makes me happier because I will, never do, I will never do renovation again. It makes software development seem like this very easy and predictable process. Um, but that's neither here nor there. I had another reason for saying, Scotty, 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 guess what, guess what, guess well, what? Well, before you, I'm even going to go there, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to get this one in now because uh, Sam came into my office today and, and, and said, look, you know, John is obviously whooping your ass at the uh, being awesome stakes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and so uh, he, he said, you know, but, uh, you know let, let's get your proper podcasting equipment set back up instead of the little handheld recorder you're using. So um, even though you can't be more awesome than John, you can sound more awesome than John. Right? <laughs> um, because let's face it, John sounds like shit, were his words. Uh, but now, of course, you're in your echo chamber as well. So I've got my like um, nice tube preamp on here, which is going to give me a warm and sexy voice. Uh, and you're going to sound oh, like my- some sort of like um, pathetic little, uh, you know, schoolboy running around in a playground <laughs> oh my god that's so mean i'm gonna sound like donald trump kind of ordering mcdonald's for for a basketball team and serving it on silver platters so i can look like richie rich uh, but the, the reverb the <laughs> reverb is phenomenal i mean people pay good money for reverb like that through technology <laughs> i know like this is this is better than like a plate reverb from like you know the 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 best 60s recordings uh, should we have a third <sighs> go at scotty 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 <laughs> Yeah, okay, Scotty, no, no, just do one. You already said, well, you only said one, but I got four, so, so hard fine. Hard. All right, Scotty, 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 you won't believe it, but I'm now a man. You're a man? Wow. Yes. This is, this is news. When did this happen? God. Well, it happened when, when I landed my first uh, uh, route and in our new Node Quark uh, backend system uh, because uh, we switched, uh, iOS team um, switched our backend uh, to using uh, a Node.js-based system. And I got to say, developing on it was way much more fun than, than the system that was using Groovy. Um, and it's not so much that the, the language difference, I mean, I, I definitely prefer JavaScript to Groovy, but uh, mostly just in how you do the development and deployment. Because in the old world, you would write your, your code, and then you'd have what's called a run script, which is a little bit of JavaScript, which basically specifies you know the account you're using. Um, and then you would just make some requests, because each of the different endpoints re, re, you know, respond to um, a, a key path, right? Because we use Falcor, that's well known. So you might ask for videos, dot, you know, the ID of the video, and then some specific data that you want from it, for example. Uh, and but then what happens is that you do the run script and and what it's really doing it's it's then using some python which uploads your your code to a specific container for you 
executes it and then sends back the data. So you can't debug it, and you know you were basically using logging to kind of see what's going on. It's very slow and tedious. It wasn't much fun at all. Um, but uh, now we have a new system where you're using Docker uh, on your desktop. And I know you've been talking on and on about it, but I'd never used it before. But now I've like been able to have my little Docker container, and I run my my whole uh, node system on my desktop, and I can route all traffic for uh, you know my own copy of 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 the Netflix app running on my phone, and I can stop and I can debug. And oh my god, it's it's so modern. It's wonderful. Welcome to two thousand. Um, <laughs> welcome to two thousand and fifteen. <laughs> I know it's unbelievable. <laughs> but it, but the thing about it is, is that um, you know I, I I haven't done you know. I, Endpoint development, you know, we're, we as developers are responsible for doing it because every endpoint, sorry, you know, every platform wants a different shape of data, and that, and that makes sense. I, I think we've talked about it a little bit, but you know, that basically means that that you know, even iOS and Android will fetch data ultimately using the same series of, of microservice APIs, but we're each responsible for, for shaping it exactly the way we want to match the conditions. So that, that, that really allows us to get very, very good performance. But it, it, it adds a certain level of challenge that normally I'm in Xcode. I've been Xcode since forever, and I know it kind of like the back of my hand, and, and everything about developing on there is just second nature for me. Um, I'm not nearly, hadn't been nearly as manly as you, who like one day will do this, and then switch to React Native, and then you know back to, to all these obscure languages languages and, and, and systems that you've been using, and I secretly, and I won't admit it, now we're at the ASMR portion, I secretly was very jealous of Scotty, and I would scratch my chin and say, Scotty knows so much more than me, and I'm just a fraud, but now I'm no longer a fraud. <laughs> because, you probably know because as well as I do now. <laughs> no, well, I mean, it's it's just so much easier. I mean, it really is because I, it, it is for lots of different reasons. Um, but what's nice about it, it's it's you just everything starts with a test. You say, okay, I knew, need a new handler to 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 specify this particular node of data, and uh, you just write your test, and the test immediately fails because nothing gets returned. And then you, you do your coding, and then it starts to send back data, and then you add schema validation tests, and, and then if you want to try it under lots of different conditions, like with different user accounts from different countries, which should expectedly receive different data, you just do it, and each test case is, is, is its own little world. Oh my god, it's so exciting when it works. Um, and then you just see all you know that your test runs, and that you can submit your PR with confidence, and and you know the 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 sky opens, birds sing, rainbows appear, and everything is wonderful. Um, uh, yeah, so that's that was my big achievement. That's why I was going Scotty, Scotty, Scotty. So, are you using just raw Node, or are you using Express under there as well? And what testing frameworks are you using, or you just got your own? Um, that is a good question. I don't know all the answers to 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 to, to those things. Um, yeah, I should, but I don't um, because I'm not that sophisticated. But one day, John, one day, one day. Yeah, no, I, I was about all ready to like make something up, but I decided no, I should just admit that I didn't know. But oh, I know what I was going to say beyond that. So I was always, you know, confident, you know, about about. You know, being able to make things happen in Xcode and everything about how the whole you know edit and and, and compile and test and cycle would work, and then I switched over to Visual Studio, and I felt like completely lost for the stupidest things like how do I open up a file and and, and like you know is this Visual Studio I'm just code 
Yeah, yeah, yeah VS Code, and and even the whole notion of not having a project, but having you know your your the, your IDE kind of watch a file system. So if you add a file, you don't have to add it to the project; it just takes notice of it. And oh my gosh, how glorious! You add a new JavaScript file, you add the thing, and it and there's a watcher which basically says, "Oh, there's a new file. Great, let me quickly kind of restage that, and it can accept requests in in a, in a second. It's a whole new world, but I wasn't used to it. And, and I'm going to admit um, in public here something that kind of looking back on, I think, wow, uh, I should have known that, but I didn't. But, uh, you know, I've always been so used to the idea that in Xcode, it just saves things automatically, and I just never worry about it. But the default setting for out-of-the-box VS Code, it doesn't save anything. So I'm adding all my files, making all my work, and then I say, oh, I've got to go run, let me commit this, and Git says that there's no change. It's like, oh my god, what happened? Where's my code? And then I, I didn't know to look, or I didn't just, I, you have muscle memory, and I guess there are eye memory to, 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 to know whether you, know, you notice that files haven't been saved. And so then it's like, wow, this is terrible. How do I go do it? And then I had to go look in the file menu to see that, there, there, that there's a save all. It's like, wow, that's, that's an arcane key combination. I don't want to have to do that. But then I looked one below, and lo and behold, there was a autosave feature in VS Code. So so, but I did not know, and I just, I, you know, it's just these stupid little things, and it makes you realize that um, this is why I hadn't been as manly as you, but uh, nearly as manly as, as you, because you get so used to one way of doing things, and if you don't kind of regularly try something else, uh, you can become, I wouldn't say, yeah, you just, you, it's helpful to, to try different things. Visual Studio Code and, is a fantastic app. Um, it is, uh, I, it's what I write, everything other than, you know, Swift or Objective-C, I write in Visual Studio Code. Um, mm. And it's it's a really, really great app. And the more you get to know it and the plugins, the system for it is, you know, you can get plugins for everything, which are amazing. Um, but what's most sickening about it is it's an Electron app. Um, yeah. And, you know, and I, I love right. to hate Electron apps, but this one is hard to hate. And it's it doesn't yeah. use up masses of um, uh, resources. And it, it's just no. really, really good. No. Yeah, I mean, it it doesn't go out to lunch and, and and spike the CPU like Xcode does all the time. When you, especially when you try to fast open a file, and that you, there's no indication of what's going on. I'm only can theorize that it's like you know recompiling things, recompiling zip files, or looking at IB designables in your code just to to all those kind of things. So and it's just infuriating sometimes. But yeah, who who knew? I mean, and it's not exactly intuitive to me that Command P is your friend because I think about that is print and then Sagar, my colleague is like no it's pattern matching of course <laughs> which it kind of made me laugh because i you know uh it's quite possible that you know nobody in in the same way that there's a generation that doesn't you know pay cash for anything there's a whole generation that's never printed anything yeah. <laughs> so it made me feel terribly old <laughs> uh, so that's uh, well there we are I, I can hear the excitement in your voice you're like a, a a very excited little boy who's just received a new train set well, yes, but I mean, it, it's it's true. But it, it also, I will admit um, that during the time when I was trying to get things going, it's, I'm sure you've experienced, every developer has to experience this. If you're working on something where everything is new, all these different variables, you know, a, a brand new API that had been exposed, brand new portion of, of the app, you know, Switching to to use a a new backend system, even though you knew it was better, but you know, and the new IDE, new everything, nothing nothing was familiar, and as a result, every single kind of uh, 
obstacle made me think, oh my gosh, I'm losing it. I can't do anything anymore. But then it all magically started working yesterday and all the pieces just flowed together and I felt so happy yesterday. It's kind of, it's stupid, but I did. And every now and then I think every developer has this where you go through this tremendous frustration. You think nothing's going to work ever again. And all of a sudden it all starts magically working and you're prancing about the office like, you know, like, like you just won an Olympic skating program or something. Anyway, how was your week, Scotty Scotty? I would like photos of you doing Olympic skating. <laughs> no, yeah, because you, you'd like to come through and, 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 you know, Tanya Harding me with a, a lead pipe and break my kneecap because that thought was, you're so that pissed at all. That thought was on my mind, yes. <laughs> it totally was. Hi, Ton, Tanya Scotty. Hi, <laughs> Scatanya. That's actually good. There's the episode name, I Scatania. <laughs> Um, uh, so this week, I've been actually moving away from um, uh, Linux and VS whatever Code. config right. VS Code stuff because um, uh, with what we're doing at the moment for Money Well, we're working a lot with Xcode um, 11 and uh, um, Catalina and uh, 10.13, uh, sorry, um, uh, iOS 13. And we're trying to... Um, get a you know, nice automated build system set up. But, of course, none of the public uh, build people have got around to, well, they didn't, hadn't last week when I looked anyway, you know, and maybe they're not allowed to, offering um, build on the beta versions of Xcode and the beta OSs. Um, so went out and got a refurbed Mac Mini, one of the 2018 Mac Minis, which, um, I mean, I always buy refurb hardware, not sometimes not laptops, but anything else. I buy refurb hardware because you get you get the full the full warranty on it. Um, you would never know it was refurb when it arrives in in the box. It's got the you know and everything in it. And you know, I think you know we bought a a fairly base level Mac Mini. I think the only upgrade in it was it was it was sixteen gig of memory, not the eight. Otherwise, it's a one two eight gig SSD uh, Core i three four core thing. Um, but yeah, you, know, you save about three hundred bucks. Like you know, for what is still effectively a brand new machine, so um, got one of those and been setting up um, Xcode bots, which I haven't done in a little while, uh, to do our building. Um, now, uh, Xcode bots are pretty basic compared to a you know a, a, a full CI implementation. So um, you can only set them up to to run periodically or when a certain branch commits. Um, whereas we want a GitHub integration, so we're running a, uh, uh, piece of software called uh, Xcode GitHub, uh, put a link in the show notes, which basically you, um, pointed at the re- repo on GitHub and it looks for pull requests. And when it sees a pull request against your repo, it makes a copy of whichever bot you've told it to copy, um, does everything as it was in the other bots other than makes it now point to the repo that the pull request points to. So you get automated testing against a, a pull request and integrates with GitHub. And if you've got it set up properly, it won't let you um, uh, merge your branch, your pull request until the tests have passed from the, uh, from the bot. So um, that was all up and running. Um, all pretty smooth. Haven't looked at Git, uh, it bots for a while. Um, obviously, they're all integrated into Xcode now. You don't need to run OS 10 server. You just run uh, you know, OS, uh, Mac OS, sorry, keep calling it OS 10, um, and get it. So that was all, all pretty smooth. But, you know, 
John, you know how much I hate dependencies uh, in, in yes. code. And, um, but, you know, it's part of doing this and just for other reasons as well, I finally, finally, finally just had enough of submodules. Um, and so I've decided to move. We don't have many dependencies and most of the dependencies we have are our own dependencies just because it's good to split up the code in different ways. So also this week I've been uh, moving away from submodules and going to Carthage, um, which I have to say, uh, it's been a little while since I've used Carthage. Um, the last time I was using Carthage was on a big project that had masses and masses of dependencies, and some of them took forever to build. So it was also using something called Rome, which was used to cache Carthage builds and everything. And it was just a horrendous nightmare. Uh, but I have to say, by just using Carthage with a quite a simple project um, and doing it, it's, uh, it is nicer. And getting rid of it, you know, so now it's just all my frameworks are just binaries in the main app. And I don't need to care, and they don't have to build each time and whatever else. So, yeah, I didn't think I would ever say it, but um, I've quite liked introducing Carthage. It's made life a little bit easier. So there we are. It's been a, a week of Xcode bots in, 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 in setting up Carthage. So um, I've been going wow. back to more ios stuff and and mac stuff where well, you've been moving away from it we are like uh, ships in the night john that never never sail the same route that's <laughs> true and that's why we always are always missing everything well gosh i'm trying to think there's and it, you know all the stuff i was describing is was for a a new project i still uh can't talk about um but i will eventually so i can talk about the entire adventure but uh, uh, we did turn on uh, support for Swahili. That's kind of cool. Um, that is uh, cool. If I could is. speak Swahili, I, I would be having a look right now. That's right. Well, Lieutenant Uhuru, uh, God rest her uh, soul, the character from, um, from Star Trek, she spoke Swahili. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> That's good to there know. There we are. Yeah. I, feel, I feel I've been educated. Mm-hmm. So, are you um, are you working with any of the? Uh, are you working with the beta X code? Or are you still well and truly on the um, on on the shipping version? Uh, shipping version for our shipping thing, but then when I switch over, looking at iOS thirteen, I mean we're 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 setting aside time to to take advantage of iOS thirteen APIs in in, in where we can, um, and also starting to to kind of fix the deprecations. Um, you know, we fully expect the iOS thirteen adoption will 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 go as fast as other ones. Um, so, and I have also in my spare, spare time, uh, going back and looking at a bunch more uh, of, you know, the WWDC videos, because I thought that I'd seen all the ones that I needed to, but in fact not. Um, and I think some of them just bear watching uh, more than once. There's a lot of stuff in there. I've been going back through the combine stuff this week. Mm. Um, and I have to say, it's incredibly powerful, but it's still confusing the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And uh, uh, Joe Heck uh, put up a free book on GitHub about it, which um, it was helpful. But it's just like, I, I think it's one of those things that um, it, it requires something to click. And the moment something clicks, everything will be crystal clear. And all those things you've been learning and didn't quite make sense or you couldn't quite get to the bottom of or you were a little bit unsure about will suddenly all make sense. But until that click happens, that clicking into place happens, Everything is just a little bit crazy, and it's not that you don't understand it, but it's just you don't quite get all of it, and it's just, it just feels feels strange. And so I'm I'm waiting for that click moment, but it's not come yet. So um, hope so. Hope hopefully one day you'll hear me just um, stage on the podcast, John. It's clicked, and uh, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> my hips, my hips, probably. 
<laughs> I'll be like, what's that? Is that my skull cracking? <laughs> oh. uh, so talking of hips, my hips are uh, about to take a battering because this, this weekend, uh, by the time people are listening to this, hopefully it's already done and I'm still alive, is, uh, is my charity run. Uh-huh. So it's a 100-kilometer run across the English countryside. Well, that's uh, 62, just over 62 and a half miles for you Americans who don't understand these kilometer things. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, and it's, uh, uh, it's after a no, having no summer at all, really, so far, it's looking like this weekend, just to be useful, is going to be quite hot. <laughs> so, make, make sure you drink lots of water, Scotty, Scotty, Scotty. Yeah, it's going to be lots of hydration, lots of trying to eat along the way. Um, I've been suffering badly during training from injuries, so my training has been going um, really, really poorly, so I've just not done anywhere near the miles I was hoping to, so it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be an unpleasant time, but um, it will all be over eventually <laughs> i know but yeah. we, we hope that it's helpfully all over and not badly all over scotty well if, if if i don't turn up for the podcast next week you, you know so oh, no you, you know I, I either two one of two things has happened either i'm still doing it because i got lost or, I got yeah. it, or it just didn't go well at all and i didn't oh, no. make it <laughs> Uh, but th- this is this is ridiculous because there there are people who do this like every weekend and uh, there's some people in a running club that I sort of pop along to that are, are saying yeah yeah we'll just not that off and whatever else and it's like yeah you know, it, to me it's this a huge momentous uh, lifetime achievement in a way I don't think I've ever you know I'm, I'm expecting this to be really really hard um, you know and in, 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 you know I'll get there with enthusiasm. It, um, seven o'clock on Saturday morning, and you know by eight o'clock Saturday morning, I'll be already miserable. And then you know, twenty-four hours later, when I'm finishing, it'll be like, you know, never again. I'm I'm not even going to walk, let alone run anywhere ever in my life. I'm going to just <laughs> do a car. Um, and then you just meet people. Yeah, yeah, I, I do one of those most weekends or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> they're just yeah. What is uh, what is normal for one person is a lifetime achievement for another. And yeah, that's really you have to remember that that we're all you know have different things that we're. Um, that we really relate to. And then when you move outside something else, it's, it's big, but it's not necessarily big to everyone. So it's, uh, yeah. but the sponsorship's going well. Um, last time I looked, it was just over 4,000 pounds raised. So um, that's good. If anyone else who's listened to the show would uh, like to sponsor, I'm raising money for, um, uh, to research, to fight multiple cirrhosis, MS. Um, any donation of any size will be gratefully received. There will be a link in the show notes. So, um, yeah, so uh, next week I might sound funny because everything will hurt. We'll see. <laughs> well, well, see, well, but it doesn't matter because you know Sam's going to make you sound great while he. I, 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 you know, I have no doubt that I sound like shit. That my raw audio is not as good, but I get the suspicion. And back to the ASMR, Sam. I think you're probably purposefully making me sound terrible because you're more loyal to the house of scotty than you are to me is that true is that true i think his he says he can't believe how anybody can be so incompetent with recording equipment that's not <laughs> did he really say that i don't believe that i think he's much too nice to say that <laughs> in fairness john he blames your equipment okay i well, think that's i think good. he said things like when's john gonna get rid of that piece of shit and i'm pretty sure he wasn't talking about you <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he might have been referring to my brain or something. <laughs> yes. Well, you know what? That that will be. You know, we should have either a Kickstarter or or maybe it's like you know you'll buy that for me for Christmas. So I have one last question. So uh, 
when I was in high school and I did like these long you know, rides, centuries we would call them, um, uh, to ride 100 miles or 100 kilometers in a day, and, and that's on a bike. And even that was a bit of a challenge, and you're, you're going you know, 100 kilometers on your, your own feet. But we would have something called a sag wagon. Do they have something similar, or is it a sag wheelbarrow because you're out in the, the rolling hills of East Bollockshire? Uh, no, they make it very clear that if you choose to stop, it's your own shop and own problem to get home. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> Is that for? Oh my gosh! <laughs> so Sam could have be there with with a skateboard and a or a shopping cart or something. Yeah. So I mean, it's uh, it's the race is along uh, a Britain's oldest footpath called the Ridgeway, which runs for longer than a hundred kilometers. But it um, mm. so it starts about an hour and a half away from where I live by car and mm. it will, mm. it finishes probably about 30 minutes away from where I live uh, by car. Oh, um, hopefully at the foot of a so, pub or something. Uh, it actually finishes uh, Avebury Stone Circle, um, mm. which is why it's called Race to the Stones. Um, people who ah. don't know Avebury is like a, I mean, obviously the most famous stone circle in the UK is Stonehenge. Everyone wants to go see Stonehenge, but Avebury is a similar thing of a similar age. And I actually prefer it. It's not as, the stones aren't as big, but the whole area is slightly more impressive, I feel. Um, so, yeah, so it ends there. So it's uh, it's called a race to the stones. Uh, and you run past a few British landmarks, the, the white horse that's in the side of the hill that you may see on sort of the old photo of England. You run mm. past that, which which sounds great until you realize the white horse is on the side of a bloody great hill. <laughs> and if you're running mm. past it, that means you've just run up a bloody great hill. So, mm. um, so yeah, so it's... Uh, We'll see, and it, it's off-road, so it's um, fairly uneven ground. And of course, this time of year, you know, the crops are in full growth. So when you cross the, um, we have. A, 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 um, do you have a public footpath system in the US? Um, you probably don't know. You're just laughing. No, no, that's yeah. not true. There's the a, things like the Appalachian Trail, which goes yeah. all the way up the eastern seaboard. So and we so have, yes. yeah, we have a very quite a big public footpath system. And um, you know, if a, a public footpath is normally an ancient right of way. And so if a farmer has a field of crops uh, and the public footpath happens to go across the middle of it, the farmer's responsible for keeping that path open. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, they do that. I mean, you know, most farmers are very good, but they may create a path that's, you know, 18 inches wide and they hack it out through the crops. Um, but, of course, you've still got all the stubble and whatever else. So sometimes, you know, if you're running across miles of fields that are, you know, um, and through an 18-inch wide path through rapeseed or something that's coming up to your you know your waist elsewhere and um if you're a hay fever sufferer that can be a nightmare but equally it's quite hard going so um yeah it's uh but but at the same time if the sun is out it will be beautiful countryside so um wow uh, there we are so it's uh we, we will see how it goes I'm, I'm i'm gonna try and enjoy it but i've got a feeling i'll enjoy it the first few hours and then uh get fairly miserable but we'll see We'll see. I'm running, well, it, I'm running it with a friend who I haven't seen in 10 years, so we've got 10 years' worth of catching up to do. Um, it'd be quite funny if half an hour in we realise we've got nothing to say to each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, half an hour in, you'll have no breath, so it's not a problem. That, that, is, that is true. Yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll, um, we'll see. So, uh, no, hopefully, hopefully it will be okay, and it will be something I will remember but never want to do again is, my, is what, I'm suspe- <laughs> what I am uh, yeah, suspecting. Let us never speak of it again. Yes, let's, let's not mention it, but uh, we'll see. And it will just make me realize, you know, uh, yeah, the, the reason I started doing running in, in the first place is, you know, my, my wife um, uh, was diagnosed with MS, and she used to love walking. 
and now she can't walk. She can walk maybe about 20 yards. Um, and I had two perfectly good legs. I sat in an office all day and never used. And I felt that was uh, dishonoring, dishonoring the body I've, I've got and I should go out and use it for things. So um, I've decided to this time use it to, uh, to, to raise some money. That is very noble indeed. This is why you're a superior human being. There, I admitted it. Who sounds sexy. Don't forget that bit. Oh, yeah. A superior <laughs> human being who sounds sexy. But, John, well, John Scott, I'm, I'm sure there yeah. are people out there who think you're really sexy. Um, because yeah, because we only do audio. We don't do video. If it was video, it might be different. But um... <laughs> Oh, my God. Yet another insult. Scotty, you're just, you know, this is becoming a pattern. I think we're going to have to, you know, dive into this at some future point. I mean, in the United States, there's like, you know, a self-help guru who's running for president. Maybe you should invite that person on, you know, and have her analyze your meanness towards me. I have, so, I have no problems with my meanness. I don't, I don't, I don't need self-help. Oh, God. You, you, you might need help to receive, to receive these things, but... Mm. Now, I, I somehow I've managed to take it all these years. Well, Scotty, if people if people want to encourage you um, or or to send their condolences, where might they do that? Well, they can uh, follow me or get hold of me on Twitter, which I don't check into that often, but at least once a week uh, as Mac Devnet, uh, Micro dot Blog, uh, Scotty, or of course they can send us an email at uh, feedback at iDeveloper. Co. And we will both get that. And even Sam gets that as well. So you could just talk to, mm. to Sam, because why would you want to talk to us? Um, and, yeah. But John, if, if, if case there is somebody out there who's, you know, got, got nothing to do with their life and feeling a little desperate, how should they get hold of you? Oh, God, it's just the insults <laughs> keep coming. This is unbelievable. <laughs> to, to all my fans out there, you can, you can keep the conversation going. Did you use fans plural? Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to... to Mom, when you want to talk to me on Twitter, this is a reminder that I'm gem-baited. Because I guess you do have a wife and child, and, and, and I guess at least your wife will be a fan. Your child's a teenager. Uh, I'm sure he's not right now. So. Not, a, not a chance in either, in, either, in either case. So, Mom, you can find me on Twitter. I'm Jembe. That's D-J-E-M-B-E, like the West African drum. Well, John, you know, you, you, you know uh, Tessa, yeah. the, more, the more I rib you, it's just the more I love you. Oh, my gosh. Okay, good. Because no one else lets me get away with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just roll over like a like the little puppy dog I am. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing um, about your, uh, your server developer. You're now, you now, you're now going to be John Fox full stack developer. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, over 20 years of Swift UI experience. <laughs> Okay, uh, has anybody actually seen a, a, a job advert yet requiring a couple of years of Swift UI? I would be really interested I'm to know if somebody... I'm, I'm sure it exists already. I, I bet there is yeah. one out there somewhere. All right, John, well, um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to turn off the sexy voice machine now, um, and someone better let you out of that cubicle. So um, we, ought to, okay. we, ought to, we ought to go. So um, it's been great to speak to you. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and uh, hi, John's mum. Send, send, him, send him a tweet, otherwise he gets really sad. <laughs> Until next time, you take care.
All right, Scotty, I'm going to press the stop button. Oh, did I press the stop button? Yeah.